there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one delightful page of Talmud every day. The noise you hear in the background are my children watching TV yet again, but that is not our topic of discussion today. Our topic of discussion today is one of the most delightful aspects of Jewish life that is sadly not as well known outside of Orthodox life as it should be, the mikvah. In today's page, Aruvin 4, the rabbis talk about what a mikvah is and what it should be. They instruct us that the waters of this ritual bath should measure 40 se'ah, uh, and they go on and on to discuss all kinds of things that have to do with an Aruv and a mikvah. So to learn more, I have the pleasure of welcoming editor and writer at The Ford and herself a Rebetzin as part of her many accomplishments, Avital Chizik Goldschmidt. Hello. Hi, Liel. Thank you so much for being our guest. Pleasure. So as I take it that some of our listeners may know what a mikvah is, but, but many more don't and, and many more still uh, have never visited one, give us the lay of the land. Tell us, tell us what this thing is and, and what it does. The mikvah is a ritual bath. Uh, the water inside it is coming from a natural source. That's the, the idea is that wherever you are, even if you are in the heart of Manhattan, you are immersing in something that is um, that is coming from as natural as an original source as possible. Um, there, as you said, there are all these sorts of specifications about the size um, and the structure of a kosher mikvah. Uh, when you go to a typical modern community mikvah today, it will look like a very small swimming pool where you just sort of step in. You might smell a little bit of chlorine. Sometimes it will be nice and warm. So you uh, told me earlier that you just had the pleasure of accompanying a bride-to-be on the traditional pre-marriage dunk in the mikvah. Tell us a little bit about that ritual and about what it's like. Sure. Well, actually, the the bridal visit to the mikvah is the same as any a married woman's regular visit to the mikvah. It's only just done it during the day traditionally, versus a married woman who goes at night. And there are lots of reasons for why a married woman goes at night. But the bridal visit is usually done a few days before the wedding. It involves a lot of preparation. Uh, a woman checks herself, makes sure that she is clean from any menstrual blood for seven days until then. Um, so this is a, it's essentially, it's a ritual that it's not like any other ritual in that you just sort of do it in the moment. You're, you're thinking about it a week in advance, if not more. You're really preparing for it, planning ahead for it. The day of her immersion, a woman will spend time preparing her body for the mikvah, which is to say that she must remove any sort of chatzisot, anything that is extraneous on her body so that it could be makeup, jewelry, um, you know, any oils, any creams, all sort, whatever um, constitutes as extraneous. And, um, and also must actually take a, a nice 20 minute, 30 minute bath in uh, some very warm water to sort of soften her skin before she goes in. Um, these are really broad strokes, but they give you a sense of the extent of uh, preparation that is necessary to go in. I happen to love the process and try to pass that on to the brides and women and even teenage girls whom I teach, because I think it it sort of it gives us the space to really 
celebrate our bodies, give them the love and respect that they deserve that we don't give them too often. And, you know, I think there's a nice symbolism also in just sort of removing the baggage, you know, removing the extraneous. So this resonates very strongly with me. Men, of course, go to the mikvah as well. Before COVID, this is something that I used to do every Rosh Chodesh, every first of, of every Hebrew month. And it really struck me how incredible the feeling was that whereas, you know, physically you could describe what you're doing as, as you said, dipping yourself in a small pool, but emotionally, spiritually, it really felt to me every time like there was a source of transformation. So when you talk to to your students, to people who you help along on this process, how do you advise them to prepare emotionally, spiritually? What what should they imagine? What should they be mindful of as they dunk? I do emphasize the auspiciousness of this moment, and I am in no way mystic by nature, but I think there is immense power in the prayer that takes place in the mikvah. I really encourage to to connect with God, to connect with themselves, to think about what they really dream of, what they want most. Um, I think the interesting thing is that so much of Judaism is performative, right? There's so much of this communal piece, and this is something I see a lot with brides, right? They're coming in a very tense moment in their lives as, you know, fiancés and, you know, their families they're dealing with, and usually there's a large wedding in pre-COVID times, and, um, you know, all of the events and the parties and the dramas that are in their lives. I've never seen a bride who's, like, totally calm about this. There's always something going on, and I think they're so appreciative for this time where they can really sort of shut out that noise and just and focus on the most important, on the sublime. And that is true, I think, for all users of the mikvah, not just before one's wedding. Um, you know, so much of our lives are, again, pre-COVID times, we're so social, so community-focused, which is beautiful, but we need the space and the time to really be able to to have that quiet sort of meditation. And, and I emphasize that to them a lot because there is great power in that solitude. Avital Cheshire Goldschmidt, amen to that. Thank you so much for being our guest today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross. And our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.